46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, this, 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 I know. I know. This, I know. Amen. If you put your Bibles down ever so gently, lift your hands to heaven. Amen. And let's just tell the Lord right now that we love him. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Come on, somebody worship him. Somebody get in spirit and in truth. Somebody open up your heart to him. Somebody say, God, I love you, Jesus. I give you praise, my God. gives us a very good piece of advice. It says, To boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring. And then the feeling of not knowing what tomorrow holds is a feeling that all of us are very, very accustomed to. At times we struggle to find out why we're stressed or anxious, but it is simply because we are uncertain. Uncertainty is the enemy of joy. Uncertainty is the enemy of peace. Uncertainty is the enemy of tranquility and a good day. Uncertainty is the enemy of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uncertainty is a friend to doubt and unbelief. Uncertainty is a friend and an acquaintance of mistrust. Uncertainty, amen, can make you sick. Uncertainty can make you doubtful. Uncertainty ultimately can get you to doubt that you have a God who cares about you. Jesus, in, his, uh, in one of his most famous sermons, told the crowd that was before him, be anxious for nothing. Amen. And he said to worry not for the morrow what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink. And he encourages us to look at even the birds. He said that that even the sparrow, amen, she she doesn't worry, amen, and, and, and encourages us to look upon upon the flowers and how they do not toil or spin. And he said that Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And so Jesus, amen, would like to simply ask us the question, why do you worry? Why are you anxious? Why do you fret? Why are you uncertain? Why are you stressed over something that I am totally and completely in control of? Somebody once said, I do not know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Hallelujah. And so, the Psalms tells us to be still and know that I am God. Yes. One of the most interesting stories I've ever read was a story of a man who was elderly and one day um, 
As he was eating his breakfast, his wife said to him, Remember, we have an appointment to visit our son today. They were going to go visit their grown son and the grandchildren. And he said, What son? And, and she looked at him in shock and realized something was maybe wrong with his... his Medically, she, she called the hospital and it wasn't long before they discovered that he had a very simple infection that got into his uh, cerebral fluid and it began to affect the way his mind amen, remembered and, and he began to forget things. And for months they would go to the hospital and they were trying to find out what was wrong with his memory and they discovered that he could not retain new information. He'd forgotten, I think, about 30 years of his past. No amnesia, no Alzheimer's, just some, some type of infection. And he, he, he could not retain new information for, for more than 30 seconds at a time. And, and the doctor would go to his home and he was a, he was a neuroscientist and he would, they, he would show him cards and he would test his memory. And, and at, in the middle of this, this game of go fish or whatever they were playing, he, this is a man who could not even remember what someone told him 30 seconds ago. And then he got up and he went to the bathroom, he used the restroom, washed his hands and came back out. And the neuroscientist stood in shock and he said, this man does not remember hardly anything. He does not know anything about his life. He's forgotten so many things. And, 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 but he, he, he observed that he, he knew where the restroom was. He knew where the sink was and he, he, he took care of himself. And, and, and he asked the man, where's the kitchen? And the man said, I don't know. And he says, well, what do you do when you're hungry? And the man got up, went to the kitchen, and went to the pantry. And a mystery began to unfold before this man's very eyes. And one of the most interesting scientific breakthroughs was made. And that there was a conscious level of knowledge that had completely vanished from this man's mind. Somehow because of the sickness that he was going through. But this surgeon, this neuroscientist discovered there was a deeper layer. And there was a deeper section in the brain of knowledge that the man was not even conscious of. Because it was so ingrained because of the habits that he had grown up with. The man was not consciously aware that he knew where the kitchen was. But something deep down inside of him did know. Yeah. Amen. And later on, he would he would go out and he would get lost one day, and his wife would panic, and he had gotten out of the house. And this is a man who doesn't even remember, Amen, what door he walked through 30 seconds ago. And one day, she was frantically looking for him, and she could not find him. She went outside; he was not there. But when she went back in the house, he was sitting down, and he had gathered some pine cones. And she remembered that one of his habits, when before this illness had struck him, is that he would wake up in the morning and he. Would, and he would walk outside and he would pick up pine cones and there was something about I mean, the habits that, that, that ingrained a deeper level of knowledge of the neighborhood. He, he had no clue where he lived but somehow he was able to survive because there was such a deeply embedded layer of knowledge in, in, inside of his brain. He wasn't even conscious that it, that it was there. Amen. And one morning he came back with a dog. Didn't even know where he got the dog from. Another day he came back Amen. he, he would find all sorts of things and he had no clue because there was a deeper layer of knowledge that was that was somehow still intact in this in this man's mind amen amen and, and this this entire story is 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 um, part of a research that that explains the power of habits but i would simply like to preach a simple thought to you today amen there are some things amen that that he that we do not know in life Right. Amen. And, 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 and it's very, very easy to say, because I do not know this. Amen. It's very easy to say, man, this, this, 
this, this thing that I do not know is somehow going to affect my life. And then I simply want to preach on this thought today. Amen. When you are over, when you are over, overrun with uncertainty, and when you are absolutely overwhelmed by the things that you do not know, let me remind you that there are a few things that you do know, and you need to lean on those things, and you need to stand on those things, and you need to say, when life is uncertain, when tomorrow, and I don't know what it's going to look like, when I don't know what the money's going to look like, I'm telling you, there's some things that I know, and he said to be still and know. But I know 
percent that Jesus is God. sermon, I'd preach my sermon, and folks would just sleep. Amen. And one day I got a revelation, and I didn't go to some scripture they'd never heard. I remember I opened up my Bible to Psalms 23. I'm telling you, there was a man in there. He was blind, couldn't even see me. I thought he was asleep half the time. And I said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I remember. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. Yes. Yes. And I said, I and he began to quote it with me. And then I said, oh my goodness. And then I said, I, then I went to the Lord's Prayer. And I said, our Father which art in heaven. And almost on cue, almost every single one of them said, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. I'm telling you, there's a day, I'm telling you, there's a day that will come. Time has no respect. Life and health. We all live in feeble bodies. And I'm telling you, if you remember nothing else, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word, remember, pass away. Get to know Jesus. Get to know Jesus. It's going to be the last thing on your mind. And I remember an old preacher told the story of his dad who was a preacher. And I'm telling you, I, I feel like I'm preaching to somebody today. And then you're uncertain about life. You don't know how it's all going to work out. But I remember an old preacher told the story of his dad as he began to get older. And he began to lose a little bit of his memory. And it's ultimately his mind began to deteriorate. And he would be in a nursing home. And, the, and, and, and he told the story that he would go visit his father. And he would ask the nurses and the assistants how he was doing. And they said, he's doing fine. He just is in here, and all he does is preach. He just preaches scriptures. He doesn't know anything else. He just quotes Acts 2.38. This, I know. I know. And I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in America. I don't know what's going to happen with the economy. I don't know what's going to happen with the job crisis, with the housing situation, with the stock market. But this is one thing I know. One thing I know that he is God. Hallelujah. Read that Bible. Read that Bible. And you speak in tongues. Because every time you talk in tongues, I feel that he is God. I feel him. I feel his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This I know that he is God. Amen. Another place. Amen. Job. 
And then Job is the king of uncertainty. In just a few days, he lost his children. Just a few days, he lost his cattle. Just a few days, he lost everything that he had. If there was anybody who was uncertain, it was Job. And man, he went through hell and back and hell and back. And I'm telling you, none of us can look at the life of Job and say, man, I had it worse. He buried his children, seven sons and three daughters. And his wife was looking at him and saying, what are we going to do? And he didn't say, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and that and the other. And I'm going to transfer this money to... He didn't have a plan. He didn't know what the, what the next day held. The Bible says that he had boils on his skin. And he, and he scraped them off with a pot. But I do know... uncertain about life than to not know who your spouse will be in the next five years. Amen. She just didn't know a whole lot about her life. She couldn't be too certain. She'd been through enough trials and tribulations. She was humble enough to say, you know what, God, I, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with my life. 
even later on in the verse, she looked at it. And I can imagine that she, she didn't say it with the same timid, shy way she confessed that her life at home was a wreck. But the woman saith unto him in John 4.25, she says, For I know that the Messiah is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She says, I don't know about my life. I don't know what tomorrow holds for me. But she said, all I know is I've read the book. I've heard it since I was a child that the Messiah is coming. And she believed it all the way up until the point she didn't even know the Messiah was staring at her in the face. This I know. I know that God is coming to help me. I know that God is going to find his way to me. Amen. She didn't know who it was. She just knew one thing. I know the Messiah is coming. And Jesus said, woman, if you knew who it was, who was speaking to you, he said, you would have asked me for a drink of water. I mean, I'm telling you today, Amen. Oh, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know tomorrow. You don't have to know three days, five days, five years, nothing. I'm telling you, all you need to know is that Jesus is on his way to you. Jesus is on his way to you. Jesus is on his way to you. Jesus is on his way situation. I know that the Savior sees my situation and he's on his way. And I'm telling you, God so loved the world that he sent, that he sent. I'm telling you, he did not just send them. To, he, just, he didn't just show up for the world. He showed up for you. He showed up for you. And I'm telling you, saints, today, that I'm telling you three things you've got to know. Know that